Hello out there, science nerds. You're listening to Evolving with Mr. V, a weekly podcast that covers the week that was in AP Dual Credit Biology and much more. I am your host, Mr. Oscar Velasquez, your master of the biological arts. And this is officially episode one, week one of season two of the 2020-2021 school year. In this week's podcast, we will recap the week of August 17th through August 21st, our first week of virtual distance learning. In this week's second segment, Biology in the World, I'll share some huge biology headlines that are making waves in the news world today. And in our final segment, revisit TV streaming with Mr. V, where I'll share with you my top five movies, shows that I enjoyed this summer. Hmm, I wonder if Umbrella Academy is going to make that list. Now, before we begin the podcast, we need to hear from our sponsor in a segment I call Mr. V Needs Some Money for Some Teaching Supplies. This episode is brought to you by Lab Safety. Hey, do you value your life? Do you appreciate having extremities, hair, eyesight, and even some awesome glowing, not on fire, skin? If so, then protect them with Lab Safety. That's right. Use proper lab safety during investigations and experiments and preserve your life, dignity, and reputation of being a top-notch scientist. With proper lab safety, you'll know the location of all the lab safety features like safety shower, fire extinguisher, fire blanket, SDS sheets, safety data sheets, and much more. And with lab safety, you'll also know how to dispose of broken glassware and how to properly wear safety goggles to protect those peepers of yours. So the next time you're getting ready for some science, remember lab safety. Failure to exhibit proper lab safety may result in acid skin burns, loss of eyesight, diminished lab grade, flatulence, and spontaneous loss of Wi-Fi signal. And we're back. And thanks once again, Lab Safety, for sponsoring this episode. But now, let's go ahead and press that rewind button and recap the week that was in AP Dual Credit Biology. So, for this first week of distance learning, we discussed a couple topics. We went over the main parts of the course syllabus for AP Dual Credit Biology. We introduced and explored CER, Claim, Evidence, and Reasoning, a science skill we'll be practicing throughout the entire year. We also discussed lab safety and what that looks like in the lab classroom. And finally, we started our journey into Chapter 2 of our text, The Chemistry of Life. So, the way this recap of the week will work, I'll pick a single topic or content covered during the week and review it and expand on it during this segment. And for this week, I'm reviewing CER, a new way to implement scientific argumentation into the science world, a skill we'll be practicing throughout the year. So what does CER stand for? Well, it stands for Claim, Evidence, and Reasoning. And like I mentioned, it's a recently new way to view the natural world and form scientific argumentation for the questions reformed during studying the natural world. Or, to put it more easily, a framework to make explanations in the science world. So first, in a CER framework, we have a question about the natural world, which I will usually give you and kind of frame it for us as well when we do our investigations or our experiments. Now, after we have the question and we have it framed, we have our claim. Now, a claim is an answer or hypothesis to the question. Now, the claim is usually not the first thing, though, that we form 
form because first we need to gather the evidence. So while we don't have our claim yet, we do have our question. And in order to make our claim, we have to get that evidence. And we get this from investigations, labs, research, and experiments that we conduct. And once we have evidence, we have data, then we could start to formulate a claim. Now, once we have our claim, then comes our reasoning, a logical, clear connection, explanation between the evidence and your claim. Now, this is the part that students tend to struggle in, where they repeat or just rehash their evidence, but fail to connect it on how it backs up their claim. So a tip to help you form a clear connection, a good reasoning, is to always base it on a concrete scientific definition, rule, law, or principle. Now, to expand on this, let's examine our CER activity, what is it, which several students had some struggles with. So the question I proposed was to view a photograph of a very familiar object and try to figure it out. What is it? So notice, not much framing of the question was given, so I wouldn't actually give away the answer. So we couldn't make our claim right away, so first students had to gather some evidence by studying the photograph, zooming in and out, rotating the photograph, the picture, and even bouncing ideas off their fellow group members. And after a while, and some hints, spoiler warning, you saw a cow. So then you recorded your evidence. Some students were able to actually paste a picture of the actual cow and outline and point out where the ears, nose, face, you know, all the features of the cow. Other students described the photograph and explained how the different parts near the top where they were darker were actually, you know, the cow ears and then other darker spots underneath those were the eyes of the cows and kind of etc. being very descriptive. Now, I did notice that some students, though, in their evidence were a little weak and lack the detail to truly establish a good, clear evidence to suggest the, their claim that it was a photograph of a cow. So you always want to make sure to give as much detailed evidence as possible. Now, the part that most students struggled with, though, as usual, but we're going to get better at this, was the reasoning, where several students just rehashed their evidence, but never made a clear connection back to their claim. Now, for this CER activity, you needed to mention as pretty much as your reasoning that all these detailed features in your evidence like long ears, small eyes, elongated nose, dark tip nose, all these are characteristics of a cow-like animal in this world. So notice how we do a connection between the evidence and that the claim is based on our scientific definition of what a cow is. So there you have it, science jabronis. A deeper dive into CER, claim, evidence, and reasoning. Once again, a science skill will practice and master this year. And that brings us to an end of the week that was in AP Dual Credit Biology. And now for our second segment, Biology in the News, where I'll share some biology stories that are making waves in the world of science today. And the first story I want to share comes from researchers in Botswana, where researchers wanted to try to help out some local farmers, ranchers, with their livestock, their cows, that were grazing freely in large fields during the day. 
but the cows would be hunted by local big cats like lions, panthers, and cougars. And when this happens, the village would go out and try to hunt these big cats down, which was leading to a dramatic decrease in the lion population. So it was pretty much a lose-lose. Cows get eaten, big cats get killed. Well, enter our two conservational biologists that wanted to help both the farmer, the cowherder, and the lions, the big cats, where they knew that most big cats were ambush predators, you know, stalkers, where they kind of sneak in and have the element of surprise. But these big cats usually don't attack if they're being watched, if they're being seen. So how does a big cat know if it's being watched or seen? Well, what if a big eye was staring right back at them, at this line, at these big cats, like the eye of Sauron. Okay, maybe that's a little exaggerated. Maybe not that eye. So the researchers with this idea started painting eyes on the backside of cows. About a third of the cows in Botswana, they started painting artificial eyes with just regular old paint. They left other cows with no eyes or paint on, on them at all. And then they painted another third of the cows with just an X to ensure it's just not the paint that the big cats were going to be affected or reacting to. So for four years, they tracked the cows and to their amazement, not a single cow with an artificial eye spot on their backside was killed by a big cat where some of the others were attacked and some killed by lions, cougars, and panthers. So this made the farmers excited, these eyes on bums, and has started a trend where several farmers, not just in Botswana, but around the world to paint fake eyes on the bums of cows. So what an amazing experiment, what amazing investigation given cows an artificial adaptation that is helping them in their survival, not just their survival, but also the survival of these big cats, of these lions. Now the lions, all they need to do is just find another food source besides the cow. Now, one last quick biology in the news headline, two possible hurricanes that are going to be in the Gulf of Mexico at the same time, Hurricane Marco and Hurricane Laura. Now, I think both won't be really affecting us here in San Antonio, but New Orleans and maybe even the Houston area are going to be hit pretty hard. So check out your Weather Channel app and stay informed of these two hurricanes in the Gulf. Well, that's it for Biology News Making Waves Headlines in the World Today. Now for our final segment of the podcast, Streaming with Mr. V, where I'll give you my top five movies shows that I streamed during the summer that I found to be entertaining and just plain awesome sauce. Now before the top five, some honorable mentions, some shows movies that almost cracked my top five but were just left out on the outside looking in. Now my first honorable mention is a show that actually came out in 2008 but actually just hit Netflix and I never got to watch it way back then, you know, because I was in college, I was doing things. But guys, it is Avatar The Last Airbender, the animated show, not the movie. The movie's horrible, but guys, the show is amazing. I just saw it this summer and I definitely give it a huge recommendation. Another honorable mention goes to Space Force from Netflix, a comedy from Netflix starring Steve Carroll from, you know, The Office. It's hilarious and it's about the race to Mars. So definitely give that a check out as well. And then two other 
other honorable mentions, Warrior Nun, also on Netflix. I found that to be entertaining. And a movie in HBO, HBO Max, Ford versus Ferrari. Definitely give those two a check out as well if you have the time. Now, for my top five, and coming in at number five, a show from Netflix called Cursed. Now, this is a reimagining of the Arthurian legend told through the eyes of Nimni, a teenage heroine with a mysterious gift who is destined to become a powerful and sadly tragic Lady of the Lake. Now, this show has a lot of twists to the Arthurian legend, you know, of the sort of Excalibur, Merlin, and King Arthur, but it's still a great show that has amazing effects, great characters, and especially some great despicable villains so a definitely recommend and watch all with all that free time that you probably have now i know just kidding i'm being sarcastic the very little free time that you have coming in at number four is a movie that's just released on netflix this past week project power uh, a movie about a former soldier played by jimmy fox that teams up with a cop played by joseph gordon levitt to find the source behind a dangerous pill that provides temporary superpowers i mean how cool does that sound some amazing special effects, a nice tight story with some amazing music as well. So this definitely gets a recommendation and a must watch on those days that you might not have too much studying to do. Now, coming in at number three of my top five, a movie from HBO Max called Bad Education, based on true events and set in the Long Island village of Roslyn during the early 2000s. Now, this tells the story of a charismatic and esteemed superintendent named Dr. Frank Tessone, played by Hugh. Jackman, you know, Wolverine, and a colleague of his named Pam Glurkin, who steal millions of dollars from the same public school district they seek to make the best in the country. I found this captivating, at the same time sickening, on how this whole story came about, losing millions of dollars that students should have had for their education. A definite recommend and watch. Coming in at number two for my top five, The Watchmen, another HBO Max series. This is a superhero comic-based show that completely completely floored me this summer. Now, the show actually came out during the fall, but I finally got to see it this summer, and it was not a letdown whatsoever. A well-constructed and weirdly timely, relevant show that touches on systemic racism, police force, and even wearing masks. So, if you're allowed to watch more adult-themed shows, I definitely recommend The Watchmen. Now, coming in at number one of my top five, is there even a question? Guys, The Umbrella Academy season two. Guys, this season of the Umbrella Academy was amazing, a joyous ride. Each episode delivered and not a single episode was a waste or a letdown. Now, the second season of this Netflix series, which is based on comics by Gerard Ray and Gabriel Ba, was definitely an improvement over the first. Not to say season one was bad. It's good. I liked it, but it was slow at times and a little off. But guys, season two, which is set in the 60s, was just so tightly constructed, so emotionally fulfilling, had great character building moments, so narratively satisfying that it really is one of the best seasons of TV that Netflix had this summer. Something that I put up there with Stranger Things. Guys, this season continued the adventures of the Umbrella Academy. Five, Vanya, Luther, Allison, Klaus, Diego, and Ben as they are put in another must-save-the-world-from-destruction event. So I'll leave it at that because I don't want to spoil it if you're going to watch it. So make sure it's a definite raw 
watch if you have the time. Guys, do watch the first season and stick with it. I know, once again, it's a little slow. It's good. But guys, once again, season two is going to blow you away. Well, that's it for streaming with Mr. V and my top five summer shows, movies that I watched this summer. Hey, do you agree? Disagree with my choices? Did I miss a show or movie you think should have been on my list? Well, keep it to yourself. No, just kidding. Reach out. Send me an email. Give me your thoughts about my top five. And guys, let's keep it civil. No need to troll or get triggered about our taste in movies or TV shows. Now, before we end the show, a couple of reminders. Guys, don't forget quiz on Monday. We have our lab safety quiz on Monday, which might also have a little bit of CER in there. Guys, also make sure you check out the video classroom virtual tour. Guys, if you miss any part of the video that I showed during class, Zombie College, the five rules of lab safety, I'm going to post that on Google Classroom. Make sure you check that out as well. Guys, another reminder, lab safety contract. Fill that out, submit it, get that in so we could get those experiments, those investments investigations going as soon as we're back to face-to-face instruction. Also, guys, make sure you review your CER framework, claim, evidence, reasoning. Once again, might pop up on the quiz with lab safety. Also, those of you who have been absent or are doing asynchronous learning, make sure to check out the recorded lessons, your Zoom recorded class meetings, either on your A day or B day. Check out those videos. Those videos, once again, are in Google Classroom as well. Well, that's it for episode one, week one of season two of Evolving with Mr. V. I hope you found this podcast informative and somewhat entertaining. I want to thank Free Music Archive, Sound Bible, and Zapsplat for the music and sound effects on the podcast. This podcast was written, produced, and recorded by Entertainment 720, a Velasquez production company. Guys, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on the podcast on your podcast listening platform. Also, make sure to follow the Evolving with Mr. V Instagram page, keeping you informed of all things AP Dual Credit Biology. Also, guys, give me feedback via email at ovelas at nisd.com. Any sort of feedback is appreciated. Well, this is your host, Mr. Oscar Velasquez, your master of the biological arts, signing off and reminding you to please, please, for your professor's sake, fill out that lab safety contract and get it in.